at the Gartner Conference with Stephen Newman, Vice President and of Product and Strategy for Dumbala, an advanced threat protection provider. We're talking security. Welcome. Good morning, Eric. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Okay. Well, as you look at your customers, what are some of the challenges you see them you see they're facing? You know, I think the probably the hardest thing for our customers and or you know any enterprise out there today to really accept is the fact that they're living in a constant state of infection. Um, those that have accepted that and have started to build out their detect and respond type of approaches um, are making great progress. Um, those other ones that maybe um, say that they accept it but really aren't carrying through, those are the ones that are struggling and have the highest risk. Let's talk about those struggles they're having. Uh, why don't you tell me, how, what are they doing wrong and what should they be doing? We know a lot of organizations have really spent a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of people around um, how are they going to prevent an attack. Um, that's what the security industry is focused on for the last 15, 20 years. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. You should try to prevent all the attacks that you can. However, um, security organizations are struggling to accept the fact that they're not always going to discover an infection based on the attack. Uh, the attack vector can come in many different forms and fashions. It's going to get through your preventive controls or around it. And these organizations now need to actually start figuring out how am I going to address the gap that I have in my uh, security stack around how to discover these hidden infections that have gotten through. These real infections are actually inside the network that they don't know about. You said the security staff. Uh are most uh, organizations you deal with have adequate staffing? You know, it, it's one of the biggest challenges facing uh, organizations today. Um, even if they had the funds available to go out and bring in enough staff, uh, the amount of resources and quality resources out there that they can hire in is very, very small. It's a very small pool today. So what we see is a lot of organizations trying to figure out how can they bring in solutions that will automate a lot of the, the ability to detect and respond for their organization? How can they bring in technology solutions that are going to actually provide them operational efficiencies or resource optimization? Um, and, and that's a big big goal for them. Well, obviously, you feel you have uh, products and services that, that they could use. But what should, whether they're selecting your, your company or some other vendor, what are some of the processes they should go through to making those determinations if they don't have the staff and they have to rely on technology? Sure. You know, I think, you know, first and foremost, they need to figure out where their holes, right? What are the gaps that they have in the security portfolio today? Um, most of what I've seen is, is around detection. Not in the sense of for the attacks, but how are you going to discover the devices inside the network that are infected um, without having to manually hunt through logs or have your resources manually go through PCAPs? Um, that's the first stage. They really need to focus on that. On that point, are there certain kinds of skills these organizations need to have to make those determinations? Yeah, you know, um, I, I think uh, perhaps the most important skill to have um, is not necessarily around policy, not necessarily around procedure. Those things come important, but some, uh, a part of the team that really does understand how the threat works, such that when you bring in technology that can alleviate those pressures on those resources, they have confidence and faith that that, that product or that solution or whatever technology they bring in is actually doing the work they need for them so they can they have confidence in that solution. And then those resources, which are expensive, that are valuable, can focus their efforts on, now, once the solution discovers an infection, what can we do about it? How can we change our security posture? How can we learn from it? When you're marketing to a company, are you dealing just with the CISOs or are you finding yourself going higher up in the organization? And how is that changing over the past few years? 
You know, I, I think the, the CISO is actually becoming a, a much more important role in the organizations as, the, uh, or, uh, as an enterprise starts to understand the challenges or the risk involved with advanced threats. Um, they're starting to look even more toward the CISO uh, and, and bringing him into the board-level discussions. Uh, obviously, in, in many cases, that CISO reports into the CIO, and we're seeing many, many more CIOs have not just an operational background but a security background because of the importance of this. Um, but I think it's also important uh, that the other executives really start to appreciate and understand what do these security challenges bring to the organization, as well as the board. The board is responsible too. So, so you're seeing a different kind of CISO today than maybe two, three years ago, someone's more business savvy? Um, you know, I, I think you are seeing CISOs today that have to be business savvy um, because they are being they are interacting with all the other executives now. Um, those executives want to talk at a business level, and so the CISOs have to elevate. They can't just live in the, the technical jargon. Uh, they have to elevate their discussions to handle on the business side. Well, thank you, Stephen. Thank you very much, Eric. I've been speaking with Stephen Newman of Dumbala.